Live from the Acres Broadcast Center inside East Stadium, this is the Husker Athletic Director Show with Trev Alberts. Sports Nightly is presented by the NDOT Highway Safety Office, who reminds you to buckle up and put the phone down. Serve to Kenzie, another great pass. Ani Evans chooses back row, Kenzie Knuckles, kaboom! She did it all on that one. It's 23-15. Ball at the Wildcat 32. Snap back Casey. Picks it off with the knees. Step throws. Takes a shot down the field looking for the end zone. The pass is caught. And that is a touchdown, Nebraska. Oh, what a grab on the far side. Zioris heard with a good pass again. The set outside of Whitney Lonstein. Boom. She's in a hurry. At least all of her shots are. 28. Volk elect the wing to the near side. Snap back. They give it off to Anthony Grant, picks his way to the left, inside the 10, inside the 40, 35, 30, breaks a tackle, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Nebraska! Pepperdine Volleyball, bumped over to the left, Aaron swings, stop, match point, big red, Kaelin Hall, Kennedy Hall, 25-22, Nebraska wins it in three. Here is your host, Greg Sharp on the Huskers Radio Network. Thank you. Welcome to our show tonight. What a treat. It's our first athletic director's show of the new school year. We have the vice chancellor in charge of and director of athletics for the Cornhuskers, Trev Alberts, with us in studio for the next hour. Last time I saw you, we were in Dublin, Ireland, entertaining about 5,000 Husker fans at a pep rally. How cool was that? Well, it was incredible, and, and you did a great job with it, Greg. And, yeah. and I think our fans really appreciate uh, what you and, and the team here in Husker Athletics does to, you know, to bring to life our coaches and our student athletes. And um, so, what a tremendous experience! I mean, and I I brought a few of them along only because, but but we've been getting a lot of emails actually from folks in Dublin that didn't know anything about American football, but um, not so much because of us or our team, but um, the interaction with our fans in Dublin. And we've been getting some emails from folks just talking about how incredible it was to interact with our fans, how much they appreciated our fans, and they've become Husker fans, and they are looking forward someday to maybe making a trip to to Lincoln to watch us play here in Lincoln. So I I just can't... uh, I can't say enough about our fans and uh, the way they conduct themselves, the way they represent our great state, and the way they support our student-athletes. It's, uh, it's hard to define, and, and frankly, it's really humbling. How, how did you feel like the team and everybody was treated while they were over there? I mean, yeah. the organizers put a lot of time and effort into this thing. You know, they really did. Actually, we had a Big Ten AD call this morning, and, and Kevin uh, Warren, our commissioner, asked me to yeah, to talk to the rest of the ADs. I think we you know, want to think a little bit about, as a Big Ten conference, expanding that sort of vision about broadening our brands you know, uh, internationally. And, and um, both Derek and I, Derek the AD over at, uh, at Northwestern, um, you know, I think we're really similar in, in our feedback in the sense that, uh, you know, our, our teams were treated very well. Uh, the hospitality of, of the people in Ireland, but, but the organizers of the event, everything was first class. And, and really what's important is how the players treated. You know, what are the accommodations like? What are the practice facility look like? And, you know, the only thing that's a little bit challenging because of the raw numbers the stadium doesn't didn't really have a, a locker room to accommodate that many, so you had to be a little bit creative there. But uh, I got to tell you, I think um, you know, ten out of ten in terms of experience. And you got to remember, um, well, I should say nine. It would have been a ten if we had been able to win right. the game. Um, but I'm just talking outside of the game itself. Um, you know, the, the the field was in incredible shape. I mean, it was first class. Everything was done extremely well. Um, the only thing that was a little bit different for us, of course, was it was a Northwest. 
Northwestern home game. And so being there, it felt different, but a lot of it was promoting Northwestern, upcoming athletic events. It was a Northwestern home game. We had to remind ourselves of that. But uh, just a tremendous experience. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, Greg, on, on our staff, and I hate doing this because, you know, when you – I'm only going to mention two names, but there, there's probably hundreds of people that deserve an awful lot of credit. But logistically, this challenge of bringing our team together, Jay Terry in the equipment room, I mean, he and his staff, you, we watch them. I mean, it's unbelievable the effort that they put forward to serve young people and to help our university. And Andrew Sims, um, logistically working through all of the details of making sure. I mean, this was a Herculean undertaking. And I want to salute the two of them. Um, I hate to only mention two names because there's a lot of people that worked really hard. I want to thank all of our staff. Um, I don't think our student athletes and, and football team probably has a total picture of the amount of work that went into making that experience. But, um, you know, I'm certainly disappointed that, uh, that we sit at 0-1, uh, but thrilled for the opportunity and experience and grateful for uh, how hard the folks in Ireland work to be hospitable to Huskers. Trev is with us for the entire hour, 402-413-2400. The number if you want to dot us up with a comment or question or fire off a text. It is a loss, but it's 1 of 12, right? And you can't let one game define your season, and I think that's the challenge ahead of the coaching staff and the players. Yeah, you know, we talked a little bit about this. I think it'll be an interesting week. I'm looking forward to, to watching. Um, you know, I listened to both coordinators uh, today at their press conference, and uh, I liked what I heard. And, and I agree with Coach Whipple. I think finishing is a really important thing and message for our offense. But, you know, we talked about so many new coaches. We talked about new players. Uh, through the transfer portal and trying to bring them together and create a culture and melding them together in a short window. And, and so to go to Ireland and, and be disappointed and lost, disappointed in the way it happened, uh, uh, I think it'll really challenge them to stay together. Um, and uh, um, looking forward to, to, to watching them continue to grow, stay together, uh, and play, I think, a, a very good North Dakota football team on Saturday. Got a run of home games here now, so the chance to build a little momentum. It's really important. You know, a great chance, again, to be back home in front of our fans. And uh, I know we've saluted them a lot. I'm going to continue. I mean, really a great feeling administratively to, to look across the board and be sold out through the Oklahoma game right now. I mean, I think it says a lot about our fan base. So we've got a lot of fun things that are coming up in these, you know, this homestead that we're going to get to do. And, and uh, you know, Big Ten Network's tailgate's going to be down at Pinnacle Bank uh, for North Dakota. That's going to be pretty cool. Of course, the Georgia Southern game, that's going to be our Ag Day. Nebraska Football Hall of Fame induction uh, or, uh, during the Oklahoma game for, for Zach Wiegert. Obviously, Wiegert. we're going to be honoring. Did you play with Zach for one year? Two. Yeah, Zach was a little bit younger than me. I think it was. I think it was only one year okay. uh, that that Zach, uh, but certainly a great player. So getting to honor him, and then obviously, I think it's Johnny Rogers' fiftieth anniversary of winning the Heisman Isn't Trophy. That crazy? Yeah, wow. the national championship team and celebrating those in 1970-71. So a lot coming up in our in our home schedule, a lot to look forward to and, and grateful for our fans to, to stay with our team and continue to support our football program. Fantastic. Those are the next three weeks and then a bye week for this team. How about not having the bye week now? Any consternation to that? Northwestern is taking this week off. Your thoughts about it's a different approach to this thing. Well, it is a different approach, you know, and it, it, it challenges uh, your program a little bit. 
bit. But, um, you know, if you can get through this weekend and get back on track, I, I like where our other two buys are. I mean, you know, you get through the Oklahoma game, get a little buy there and catch your breath. And then a little bit later in the season, as you get a little bit further along, uh, catching your breath the second time before you get into uh, a real challenging slate later on, I think. So, obviously, you know, right now you might think, man, it would be great to have a buy after that first week. But if we can get through this week, then I think we like where the buys are at. You got your body clock back? I'm feeling better. Are you? I'm getting there. Yeah, back at it. Ready to go. It takes a day or so when you do it that way and then come back this way. Yeah, it does. It does. I, I didn't sleep at all on the way there. But somehow I slept on the way back, well, so it was I felt okay. 1 a.m. when we finally, I think, lifted off the ground. So Maybe that's what it was. We were all a little tired. <laughs> Art in Los Angeles for you, Trev, on our text line said, uh, have you made any progress with some of the former players feeling like they're connected back to the program? And we've heard various examples of that. People feel like maybe they're not. Once they're gone, they're kind of forgotten. Your thoughts about that? You know, we've tried everything. Um, and to be honest with you, I think administratively at points we've failed, Greg. Um, and it's been a real challenge. You know, the challenge is, is, is every generation of former player has a different desire and want. And meeting all of those former players uh, where they are has proved challenging. Um, I can tell you that the athletic department last year, um, and I've presented this to them, spent over $200,000 in honoring former players and putting on uh, events. And so the commitment's there. The challenge is is how the resources are allocated. And, um, you know, I, I'm a little bit sensitive, to be honest with you, uh, yeah, about any um, communication that, that suggests that um, – that we're not supportive of the former players because it's wholly uh, not accurate and uh, be happy to discuss that in more detail with anybody. Yeah, I, I had a, at the pep rally, I had a guy that played on the 71 team that said he just lives in Michigan now and just wish there was a way to maybe organize a football alumni group. And I, I think people have tried that in the past. It's a big undertaking and you're right. What this, What's important maybe the 70s might not be as important to the 2000 guys. Well, what we what we did this year is, uh, and we didn't do, is organically uh, arranged by some former players. The Husker Football Former Letterman's Association actually exists. It's an organization, has a board. And the challenge for me is it's very difficult for administration. Right now, we're trying to win football games. And, uh, you know, being a um, in constant uh, communication with various groups about how they'd like to be honored or recognized proves challenging. So what we wanted to do is to have one point of contact and, uh, you know, the former Football Letterman Association uh, is an opportunity for us to work directly with. So we're making good progress there and we've made some financial commitments to them and so we're going we're gonna to continue doing everything that we possibly can uh, to make everybody feel as welcomed um, as they possibly can to be a part of a part of what we're doing. Since we had you on last in May, a lot has happened in college sports. Yeah. The Big Ten is growing with the addition of the two California schools in a couple of years and a gigantic TV contract announced a few weeks ago. Your thoughts about all the movement that's involved the league in the last two, three months? Well, it's been really, really good, Greg. You know, and, and again, I've, I've said publicly, but I want to salute Commissioner Warren and the leadership of the Big Ten Conference. I, I think they've been bold. I think they've been aggressive. You know, I think in a time of disruption uh, in whatever you know, walk of life you're in, if you're, if you're in, engaged in a time of disruption, I think you have to be equally disruptive. And I don't necessarily believe that the Big Ten has led the disruption, but I think they've been willing and bold enough to participate. And I think, uh, 
you know, having UCLA and USC join the Big Ten and, uh, I mean, just strengthens the brand of the Big Ten, strengthens the reach. I think there's a lot of benefit to the University of Nebraska. Um, and obviously, the you know, the media deal um, is reflective of, of what that value really is. So, um, you know, the University of Nebraska, as I've said before, is a very fortunate and privileged and blessed to be a member of the Big Ten Conference. Um, being competitively successful in the Big Ten won't get easier. Um, it'll only continue to um, to be challenged, and so our job is to continue to work in hard to, uh, to find ways to be uh, competitively successful. Many of our programs are, uh, but I'm, I'm just excited about what the future looks like for the Big Ten Conference. I'm excited about what our media partners look like. I'm excited about, you know, you and I were talking before we started here and, you know, the astronomical numbers that Fox was able to do with Nebraska playing Northwestern in mm -hmm. Dublin is, is really remarkable. And, um, you know, both of our teams were 3-9 and nine last year. And you think about that. Right. And so that's the strength of the brand of the Big Ten Conference that we're a part of. And I think that's part of what Nebraska brings to it. I think that's really important. Um, but, you know, when you look at a Saturday that starts off in big noon kickoff on Fox, all linear, moves into a 2.30 central window on CBS, and then finishes out in primetime on NBC, no, nobody has done a better job in primetime in the NFL than NBC. They own Sunday night. And I think some of the cross-promotional things. So we'll have some new things. We're really trying hard to, to meet all of our fans where they are. We have generational fans who just want to participate on linear television. We have others that and we'll have access, you know, through cable with the Big Ten network and, and we'll get additional exposure through ESPN and other places. But then we also had to start thinking about some of these streaming options and direct to consumer and and where other generations of fan consume live content. And so I think this deal um, really gives us an opportunity to to broaden the reach um, and and frankly gives us some of the resources necessary to ensure that we can be uh, competitive nationally. It is a break from ESPN, which was a former employer viewer. Yeah. Uh, nervous about that? Any heartburn about that? Well, you know, I, I think, first of all, um, we're still engaged in conversations with the Big Ten Conference, and, and obviously our media deals are done, but the point is, I, I don't think the Big Ten is interested in not having a relationship with ESPN and ABC and Disney, and I don't think, um, you know, ESPN and, and, a, and ABC are necessarily interested in not having a partnership with us. So we're going to appear on their platforms. We're, we're, we're going to find ways, um, you know, obviously we, we're grateful to ABC and ESPN for what they've meant to the Big Ten. I think vice versa, the Big Ten has been very good for them. Mm -hmm. And so we'll look for ways to continue to, to partner with them, being very important long term. Well, you, you laid this out back in May. You, you said the, the dream was maybe to have that all-day programming on three different big networks. Coach, the commissioner got it done. He got it done. Good for and, him. I, um, and I think he would tell you he had some help. Um, but, um, you know, this was a, a long, drawn-out process. I mean, we meet weekly. We've had multiple in-person visits. I mean, there's a lot to think through here. You know, how does it affect your fan base? We, you know, we're, our distribution's going to look a little bit different. But, you know, we, we were all educated uh, about, uh, you know, how uh, people are consuming. And, you know, there's, there's a certain reality that, uh, 
you know, young people today aren't likely to sit down for three and a half hours and watch a football game on linear TV. That's not how they consume it. So how do we find a way to grow that next generation of college football fans and Big Ten fans? I think this deal helps us get that done. It's monstrous. Alumni Hall is your ultimate Husker shopping experience with the largest and best selection of apparel, vault gear, and tailgate accessories. Shop their two Lincoln locations or alumnihall.com. Alumni Hall, where Huskers shop. We're back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres. They are the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more. Acres Solutions for every field. It's our athletic director's show for the month of August. Trev is with us until the top of the hour, 402-413-2400, the number to dot us up with a comment or question, or you can fire off a text. We do a, a text for you. Wanting to know, is the current construction at the stadium on schedule, and have you been able to dig deeper into the survey that you put out a couple months ago. Yeah, great. Great question. First of all, in Go Big Project, really pleased with uh, the construction. And as we sit here, Greg, I mean, looks good. It, uh, you know, um, I'm not much of a construction management uh, person, uh, but um, it's a it's a fabulous looking facility. I'm really proud of of the uh, of the the team and and Houseman's doing a great job. Um, you know, like anything, I think we've had some hiccups in terms of some of the uh, challenges that a lot of construction's facing. But by and large, I think we're on on time and on schedule and on budget and um, looking forward to opening next uh, next summer obviously a real focus at first is on on some of the because the general football operations has to be done and and uh, so re- really pleased with where that project is right now and again just grateful for our donor for donor support um, we're gonna have an opportunity to have the premier development facility in the country right here and with all these changes we've talked about before Greg you know I'm not sure that a lot of institutions are in, engaged in this type of a project specific to not only football but the rest of the student athletes and so 165 million dollar projects that that's going to impact all of our student athletes but it's going to be about development uh, I think the premier development facility in the country in college football pretty exciting and with that because of the construction it kind of closes off some access to the stadium but they're working on opening up some of that what can folks yeah expect? one of the things you know last year it was it was really bad and uh, you know I, I know many of our fans were uh, were negatively impacted. I think this year what they're going to see is while it's not going to be perfect, I think it's going to be a lot better. And so we've worked hard, our internal team with the construction crew to make sure that you're now going to be able to walk entirely around the stadium on game day. You're going to have that kind of access. And I think that was part of the problem that we had last year. So again, I just ask our fans to be patient with us when you have a construction project that's this large. Uh, obviously, it's pretty disruptive to the flow of fans. Uh, but our team's worked hard to try to improve that. And I'm hoping that our fans will be able to see that. These three non-conference games, so the next three games, sold out. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Are tickets available, though, for the Big Ten games that start in October? Yeah, they really are. We've got a lot of work to do there. Greg and and um, you know so I think what's exciting is Saturday will be sellout number 383 wow and uh, again just a, a tribute to our fans but you know we do have uh, some ticket packages that remain available for those rest of those Big Ten games we've got four games for $200 each these are end zone seats up a little bit but I can just give you an update uh, remaining ticket numbers as of Monday we've got about 2,500 tickets remaining for the Indiana game uh, Illinois is a little bit more we're at 4100 Minnesota's at 2900 and Wisconsin's at 3400 so we've got a little bit of work to do on those Big Ten games obviously I think uh, 
you know, our play on the field will certainly help us if we can continue to make some progress in these next three games. But uh, just an update on where we are in terms of the sellout and what the ticket availability looks like. Home opener Saturday, but you've had some home events already this school year. Soccer's had a handful of home matches. John Cook's volleyball team played three matches last week at home. He's got another good team, I think. Yeah, I think John's doing okay. Yeah, you know, I I think uh, his biggest problem is, uh, and I, I think John's certainly up to it. But um, you know, the the amount of talent that he has, um, and 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 trying to maintain that positive culture when. There, there are probably young women on that team that deserve to be playing more, but you happen to be playing for the number one two ranked team in the country. So divvying up that playing time will be a challenge, but uh, you know, really proud of John. Appreciate his partnership and, and friendship and leadership. Really proud of our volleyball program, and again, proud of our fans who helped build that program. Um, uh, we, don't, uh, we don't have any ticket availability in the volleyball program. So uh, also really proud of John Walker. You know, I mean, uh, he had a young team last year and uh, I went out and watched him play a little bit went to a practice earlier and uh, he's got a really talented team and um, they're sitting there at 2-1-1 one one right now a couple of really important home games here for them an opportunity to get a couple wins so both those programs off to a real strong start they've got Portland State at home tomorrow night at Hibner if you want to folks want to go out there and watch them play at seven o'clock be busy out there because Husker volleyball also plays tomorrow night against Loyola Marymount in in their matchup you mentioned no ticket availability at the Vanny Center, but Husker Volleyball is going to go to Omaha next week to play Creighton at the CHI Center. You might be able to slip in there and get a ticket for that match. Yeah, that would be great. Um, we just love it's always a great matchup. We have we have a tremendous uh, you know competition with Creighton in volleyball every year. I know it's important to John. It's important to the state. And um, you know, it's important to me is that we have a lot of red in the CHI Health Center. So we're encouraging our fans to get down there and, and enjoy a great match. Creighton's got a great team. Kristen's a great coach as well. I know John has a lot of respect for her. And so a great early season test on the road and, of course, playing at the CHI Health Center, which will be great. Hopefully we'll be back there. In about uh, four months. In about uh -huh. four months. Uh -huh. And so... Uh, Get a little, uh, you know. Every every venue plays a little bit different. I've learned this from volleyball coaches. The bigger the venue, the ball travels differently. The, you know, the uh, uh, the serves look a little bit different. So I think it's a really good opportunity for our fan base in Omaha and beyond to get a chance to see our volleyball program there. Question from Michael and Beatrice on our text line: What steps are being taken to keep the focus of your student athletes and coaches on the football staff with all the outside noise about potential changes with the coaching staff? How, how do you handle all that? What advice do you give people? You know, it's challenging. You know, I I, um, I talked to Coach Frost last night, and we talked through some of those types of things. You know, at the end of the day, we can't control social media. We can't control rumors, innuendo. What we can control is our focus and our effort, and uh, and our support, you know, the way I look at it is any amount of time and energy that I spend dealing with that sort of stuff really takes away from the opportunity to do what we need to do to continue making progress. Just like Scott and our coaching staff is trying to make the progress, we're trying to make progress administratively. There's a lot of work. I got a meeting with business affairs tomorrow. You know, there's other things we're doing. And uh, so stay focused, um, recognize a lot of its noise. Um, and winning solves a lot of problems. 
Very good. Michael, thank you for the uh, text down in Beatrice. 402-413-2400. That's the number if you want to be a part of the program. You need to step aside, work in a break. Also time to tell you that our Sports Alley Hotline is brought to you by Woodhouse, where you can shop your way from one of the 16 convenient locations or online at woodhouse.com anytime with 18 brands and a huge selection of pre-owned. You can always find what you are looking for with Woodhouse. We're back inside our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, which is sponsored by Acres. They are the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Greg Sharp back with you. It is our first athletic director show for the 2022-23 school year. I can't believe we're that school year. Where did the time go? Um, you had a, one of the most honored and decorated track and field coaches in the history of the sport retire a couple weeks ago in Gary Pepin. What a career, huh? What a career. Yeah, you know, Gary's uh, just a, an absolute legend, an amazing person. Um, he did an awful lot for track and field, not only at the University of Nebraska, but more broadly. And and uh, you look at all of the change in Nebraska over the years from the Big A Conference, the Big 12, the Big 10, didn't miss a beat, continued uh, doing amazing things. So uh, just really, really proud of, of Gary. And, and we're going to look for ways to try to, you know, he's not a guy that wants to be in the limelight. He doesn't want to, you know, get a lot of attention, but there's got to be some way you know that we can properly honor um, the contributions that Gary Pepin has made. I mean, I think it's 42 years. I mean, that's, that's a lot of service, mm-hmm. and um, that's a big squad too. People don't realize how big the track and field squad is. It's it's a large roster, both both uh, Man, men's women. and women's, and um, consistently very successful. And and uh, just really really pleased. Gary uh, did it the right way, and and. Uh, you know, we're going to miss him here. But he's always going to be a part of the program. He'll be around. Um, but uh, excited about the future. I think we've got a great future for track and field. I sense a future Nebraska Sports Hall of Famer, Gary Pepin. I think that might happen at some point. He's time. got a shot. Got a shot. <laughs> Justin St. Clair is his successor. Your thoughts about promoting him up? He was on the staff. Yeah, Justin is a, a, a tremendous worker. I mean, you know, the results speak for themselves. You look at what he's done, um, had a great reputation. Again, Gary deserves a lot of credit for hiring Justin, mm-hmm. right? Brought him in, had this great reputation in the throws area. He's done nothing but uh, uh, affirm all of that. And uh, we, we want to give Justin an opportunity um, to lead and, and um, um, to, to continue growing this program. But uh, I think he'll do a great job. The student-athletes are thrilled um, and uh, been very, very uh, positive about his hire. The other hire is, is Judd Cornell. I'd like to men's point golf. him out. You know, we, we hired a new men's golf coach, and Judd's one of ours and uh, comes back. Um, you know, he's at Creighton University, did a great job for Creighton, and, and uh, it was a tough conversation with Creighton's AD just to let Marcus know that, uh, and he was disappointed and uh, in recognizing, but he knew that Judd would have future opportunities. So really excited about those two hires. I think they're going to do a great job with those programs. Fantastic. 402-413-2400, the number if you want to dial us up with a comment or question or fire off a text. We've got a couple more that I'll get to as we make our way through this. This is also a big year because it's the 50th anniversary of the mm-hmm. signed legislation for Title IX, and I know you have a lot of events planned throughout the school year, and you're going to do something each and every home football game. Yeah, Title IX is something that uh, the University of Nebraska obviously takes very seriously, and, and the beauty of at the University of Nebraska is we've got a lot of history 
uh, to honor. And, you know, Dr. Hibner was a trailblazer. Um, you know, Pat Logston was a trailblazer. No um, you know, and so, yeah, in this game, we're going to have an opportunity to, to, to honor the late Barb Hibner uh, during the game. Uh, Coach Ravel is going to be accepting that uh, on her behalf. And uh, so we'll, fans that come to the game will see Coach Ravel down there as we try to have a regular um, opportunity to honor those uh, trailblazers and women who've made a huge impact on the University of Nebraska and Nebraska athletics. And by the way, Rhonda Ravel's made a pretty darn big impact uh, here yeah. as well. And, no uh, an outstanding coach, but uh, very well respected administratively and with our coaching team. If she took a trip about a month ago to Europe and biked, did a, she bikes all the time. Yeah, she puts some of us young people uh, um, to, shame. to shame. She's uh, she's got tremendous energy. Um, what I love about her is, you know, inevitably as we grow older, whether it's administratively or coaching, you worry about, you know, is the passion still there? Let me tell you something. Her passion is, uh, you know, always at a ten, and uh, I, I really respect that. Uh, and uh, I've learned a lot from her, and uh, I I admire her a lot. There'll be a big Title IX rally on Saturday, October the 8th. We'll have a lot in conjunction with fall softball, to mention Rhonda right there. We'll have more information as we get closer to that date. But again, that is Saturday, uh, the 8th of October. No home football game that weekend. In fact, Huskers play a Friday night game at Rutgers uh, that week. On a text line, Trev sounds wound up or stressed. Hang in there, Trev. We love your style. I don't think you look stressed. I don't know. I, I don't feel stressed. I, I'm probably wound up. Um, you know, it's game week. Once we once we get into this regular flow of competition, I mean, that's why we're in this business, right? And, uh, exactly so. right. That's exactly right. It was announced a couple days ago that uh, there'll be a big basketball kickoff event at the end of September. ESTG is going to perform. Not really on my... Uh, iPod, but uh, uh, the tickets are on sale for that now, and I know the teams will be excited for that night. You have an iPod? <laughs> Somewhere in my drawer. Okay. I read the other day that Apple is discontinuing them. They still make them, but they're stopping production of those this year. Okay. I had yeah. that on the business channel the other day. I saw that coming down. So I don't know much about iPods, or uh, but I, I am... Uh, I will say I'm 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 really excited about both of our basketball programs. I'm I'm excited about Coach Williams and her growth. And you look at where that team is and a lot of what she has coming back. And you know I know a lot's been made about Fred and and the uh, roster toner of each year. But I I uh, I'm a little familiar with some of the additions to the roster that he's brought in. And and uh, I think our fans are going to be uh, really pleasantly surprised with what they see on the court, both for men's and women's basketball. And so it's just crazy, as you mentioned earlier how quickly that summer went. We're back into this mm -hmm. mode and, and uh, looking forward to supporting those programs at PBA. 402-413-2400. That's the number for you to dot us up with a comment or question. Uh, on the text line, a question for you. How do we line up getting a facility tour of the stadium? Is there a number, a website they can go visit to get information about doing a tour? Yeah, actually, you can just go to our website. Go to Huskers.com, and, and up at the top, you can look on, and you can fill out a form, and you can get all the access you need right there. The website got a little refreshed last week. Looks good. I like yeah. it. You know, we're trying to uh, update ourselves as well and and uh, again it's back to how do how do people consume 
form content and the reality is while there's some wonderful long form writing that, that people still participate in, a lot of people are, are just consuming through more videos and those types of things, more intuitive and quick, um, maybe not quite as, as uh, extensive. So I, I like the refresh. It'll take a little bit of time for some folks to, to kind navigate. of figure out how yep. to navigate through it, but kind of thought it was time to refresh Huskers.com. Buckle up, put the phone down. A reminder from the NDOT Highway Safety Office. 402-413-2400. Call or text. We're back with our more with the Huskers Vice Chancellor in charge of Director of Athletics, Trev Alberts. That's next. Husker Athletics offering a Big Ten mini plan for football. The four conference home games, $200 for a ticket, for 50, so $50 per game. Indiana, Illinois, Minnesota, Wisconsin. If you have an interest in that, we've made it really easy. Go to the website, huskers.com slash tickets. That first game is a Indiana game on October the 1st. Two minutes left with Trev Alberts here on our first athletic director show for 2022 and 23. I read in the notes the other day, I think we have like 26 football players who are playing this year as graduates. That's hmm. amazing to have that many people that already have their diploma that are still competing. Well, first of all, I think you have to salute our coaches in football for the type of young men they're recruiting. But I, you know, Dennis LeBlanc and his team are absolute superstars uh, over in the academic center and in what they do to support young people. It's, it's truly remarkable. Um, there is no place in the country that works harder at making sure that young men and young women leave this institution with a college degree than Dennis LeBlanc and his team and I'm grateful for him. I was the beneficiary of that same effort as a student athlete when Dennis was here previously. So I'm, uh, I'm grateful to him. Trev, we had academic counselors on that charter. Absolutely. Help the guys do some schoolwork while they were over there. Well, you know, it's, it was the first week of school for us. I mean, Northwestern's on the quarter system, and so they, they don't start school yet for a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, but that was part of our challenge in working with our campus is what can we do to ensure that this team, when they come back, we don't have players that are a week behind in school. And so, you know, we made that financial commitment to try to bring some help over to make sure our students were, were well-adjusted and, and moving forward appropriately academically. Bryant in Omaha. Trev, can we please play Can You Feel It right before kickoff again? It's been a couple years. It's not the same without it. Well, um, so put that on your list. I'll uh, let me write that down. Uh, no, we, you know, we we take that stuff seriously. Brandon Meyer and our marketing team works hard to to try to make sure that the the experience around the actual game is is a positive one. And and uh, you know, there's changes from time to time, but we'll 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 see where we go with it. Jim in our chat room wants to know, uh, what about beer, alcohol sales in the stadium? Well, you know, we <laughs> um, that's always a hot topic. The reality is, um, you know, we, we, there, as, as we saw over in Ireland, <laughs> um, you know, there, there's a lot of things to, to consider beyond just the obvious of, well, why don't we do this. Some people would like to have this. If you are going to contemplate something of that nature, you're going to have to make sure you have all the infrastructure in place. And so over in Ireland, when the Wi-Fi went down, obviously there was an issue. And so um, we, we don't have um, the necessary Wi-Fi in place uh, for point of sale and other things in critical spots. So we, 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 are, we are working um, and uh, on on a broad array and, and, and menu of items that uh, are going to be necessary as we think about what our stadium looks like in the future. Yeah, for the folks that didn't know, they at Aviva Stadium, the Wi-Fi went down. They weren't taking cash, so it was all card transactions. They couldn't do anything, so they just gave it away. Food, drinks. Uh, they got yeah, we're not doing that. 
Imagine that hit on your bottom line if you had that happen at a home game. We'll take it out of Greg's budget. There you go. Yeah. It'll be able to give you about a nickel and a half. Jeremy in Texas says he's a huge fan of you as a player, and uh, he says, I was eight maybe when you're playing. That's, you didn't need to put that in there, Jeremy. Uh, even more of a fan of you as an athletic director. Keep doing what you're doing. Lead this proud athletic program back to greatness. Well, thank you, Jeremy. I, I do appreciate that. And, and um, you know, we, we, we feel the support. I, I will say this. Um, our coaches, our administration feel the support of Husker Nation. And by the way, we're not immune from being accountable to our decisions, and uh, um, that's okay. And people don't have to agree all the time, and, and it's okay for them to express that as well. But I also, you know, recognize that um, we do feel the support, and we're grateful for it. And we're working hard every single day. As I said at the, a year ago when we started, we're not going to be perfect, Greg, but we're going to do everything we can to make decisions and recommendations that we believe are in the best long-term interest of the University of Nebraska and our athletic department. Doug in Norfolk said, I believe I saw that Nebraska football had the highest graduation rate in the conference. Is that correct? I don't know if that's no, Doug's accurate. close, though. Uh, it's the highest GSR rate that we've ever had in the athletic department, and I think we were third in the Big Ten, okay. which is really remarkable when you talk about, and, and I, I, I don't have the exact numbers, but I can only tell you, and I deserve no credit, this is our coaches and Dennis LeBlanc and staff, but if you look at the trend of our GSR rates over the years, it's been remarkable of how, where we've come. And uh, that's really, really important to the core values of this place. Obviously, competitive success will always be significantly important. But, but we're going to do it all at a high level. And I'm really glad that, that Doug pointed that out. It's something to be really proud of. And so I think we were tied for third highest GSR rate uh, in the Big Ten Conference. Fantastic. Yeah. That's really incredible. All right, three straight home games. This, uh, this, this town changes. With yeah. All the folks that come in here, it's like the Super Bowl seven different times. I can't wait to see everybody on Saturday. I can't either. You know, we're going to have some recruits in town. It's going to be 85 degrees. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be beautiful. And uh, at least I hope I haven't checked my weather. I think uh, it's the same. Yeah. You know, I think um, so. Love to um, um, have a great Saturday. And, and uh, you know, they always say the greatest progress you make is between game one and game two. Too. So looking forward to seeing what that progress looks like in some key areas. And, and by the way, yeah, there were some things in our game you know, against Northwestern that, um, that, that weren't great. But there was also some things that were really, really good. And so we'll, we'll see where it goes from here and um, just appreciate all the support of our fans. I think we'll see some folks wearing green because North Dakota, they'll travel a little bit down here. Yeah, you know, back when I was at UNO, uh, you know, their hockey program, we were the rival, uh, designated rival, and uh, they love coming to Nebraska. They love the passion of Nebraska fans. And so it's part of these types of games. You know, that fan base isn't going to have an opportunity to be at a place like Memorial Stadium very often. And so kind of a bucket list thing for some of them. So we do expect to have uh, quite a few people in green, and and uh, that'll be great. Uh, we'll welcome them here and, and uh, expect a really good game on Saturday. After that travel trip, I'm ready to be here for a little while. So this is good. Yeah, this is going to be great. And have a nice homestead and, and stand and, and like to see some momentum. Let the players settle in a little bit and help the team get some momentum and uh, and get that fan support where we need it to be. You going to be able to catch some volleyball this week? Oh, absolutely. We'll do our best. May try to get over to soccer a little bit as well. You know, uh, we're empty nesters now, Greg. So you, you know, have nothing to I have no excuses. Uh, and my wife doesn't really want to see me all the time. So uh, you'll see me out and about. Yeah, look forward to, to watching each of our programs continue to compete at a high level. You can only watch so much America's Got Talent. So you got to get out and see some other events. I don't watch that show. You don't watch that show. Does John I'm on my iPad. Like, 
Does John let save you a seat somewhere over there that you can watch? Or? You know, he does. And I'm really grateful for that because I, I like to be, there's a danger to this, but I want to be down by the action. Sure. Because I, I just want to feel the energy. And so I kind of carved out these two little seats, my wife and I sit. Now, it happens to be right on the, I don't know, the main row there, right next to the opposing team. And so I can hear, yeah. uh, it's fascinating. Good. And But when you, if you get down low and you watch those athletes on that boat, you'll be shocked at just how strong they are, how athletic they are, and how good they are. It's incredible. And I love being down there. Good. Have fun. Thank you for coming in. Trev Alberts with us here on Athletic Director Show for the month of August.